award-winning podcaster, award-winning journalist. <laughs> You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your right. daily dose of reality radio. And this pardon is, us while we all squeak our mics. <laughs> yes. Squeaky, squeaky. Right. This is the Clay Edwards Show, joined live here in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Studios this morning by DarkHorsePressNow.com's very own Miss Therese Apel. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Well... So today, last night I told um, Alexa to set my alarm for 5.30 so that I'd make sure and get up. And my alarm starts going off, and for some reason I'm exhausted, and I just keep snoozing and snoozing. And so then, you know, it's like I, I wake up, I look at my phone, I think it says 6.09, I'm like, oh no. So I get in the car, I'm headed this way, and I put in my mobile order at Sonic, which I always do to get the big old tub of Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and um, and it tells me Sonic's not open yet. So I'm like, What? So I start looking. It was 5.09 when I woke up. And so I've been up for a while now. I'm doing way better than I usually am. It's going to hit me about 2, 2 p.m. But <laughs> All right. Um, so thank you for your assistance over the weekend with our big fundraiser. We had fun, didn't we? That was a good fundraiser. We did. I mean, hundreds of people, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, big, huge turnout. I, I, I guess I got to get with the different f- charities because one of the disadvantages to doing the QR code. Yeah. Is, and I didn't think to screenshot what their GoFundMe's were that morning when I was putting sure. it all together mm-hmm. so we could kind of look for a comparison to see how they did. But we'll have the South Delta Animal Rescue folks in the studio next hour. Yep. And we'll be able to ask them. And I know, but I know they got $1,900 from auctioning off that fish that got built. So that's awesome. That Thank you to awesome. whoever bought that. And um, we took uh, $1,300 in cash, so we'll get it divvied up, and then uh, whatever they uh, whatever they did on the uh, the QR codes for the, the Bumpers Drive-In folks. We were like, why'd you pick Bumpers Drive-In? Well, Bumpers survived yeah. the, the, the tornado. The employees, not a single employee that works there, homes did. Right. And people were like, well, shouldn't Bumpers pay for that? Well, most small businesses can't afford to pay to house everybody. Right. Bumpers yeah. can't buy like 15 houses. Yeah. So yeah. They're, but, but they have organized a fundraiser for their employees, and that money will specifically go to them. Uh, because they're up there. At this point, if you were able to serve food, you're dang near a first responder. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, those, those fast food workers are, at this point, as important as anybody else up there doing whatever. Yeah. So that's why I picked Bumpers. And uh, buddy of mine, John Bullard, is the uh, like the marketing director for Bumpers, mm-hmm. and you know he does the haunted stuff. Yeah, he does yeah. All the, and and all, well, you know John. Yeah, you know, so it was just easy for me to uh, do that. I, he's a good person. I know the money's going to the, to a good cause. It's not mm-hmm. some kind of hustle, and that's very important. Absolutely. And then we also did the church up there, uh, vertical church in Gluckstadt, because they've been boots on ground since day one as have so many others but when i mentioned this they reached out to me mm-hmm. they were the first person first group to reach out about raising money and i was like i i have my friend our friend Corey yeah. go, goes to vertical church and good. so i already knew good stuff about them and that was an easy fit mm-hmm. you know because that money is specifically it's not going to the building fund or anything like that it's going to disaster relief yeah so again another easy fix our shout out to our friend sean he's the general manager over at north park mm-hmm. he had dillard's and the movie theater there donate a couple fifty dollar gift cards. We were able to raffle those off somewhat for. Uh, I did a little auction. Yeah, uh, I, I think I, I, it's like twenty five dollars each. First come, first serve. You, you know, so we got quick fifty buck donation from that. So little stuff like that, but it adds up. Right. And man, I'm gonna tell you, uh, this people would think the back porch advertised with me. They do not, but they do give me free reign of their venue here and there for stuff like this. Uh, if you're missing out, if on a tradi- what is becoming a southern tradition 
these patio style crawfish places. Oh yeah, we have really wrapped our arms around that here in Central Mississippi. Uh, back porch is as cool as any of them if you're near that area in Brandon ever. And uh, I just think it's cool get out there and see them, man. They get they're expanding. They built a full bar. They took over the old Fernando's part there, and it's going to be open here in the next couple of weeks, if not by this weekend. Uh, they're going to be doing live music here over the next month or so. It's going to be a really neat thing. It's going to be up at seven days a week. So get out there and see Chad and the team at Back Porch. Again, we appreciate them for letting uh, letting us take over there Sunday and appreciate all the bands. Man, there was some great talent there. It like was. just some of these local bands have so much to offer. And, you know, while maybe it's not their first gig or, you know, maybe that's not the point. It's it's not to get, you know, big or whatever. Some of them I'm sure it is. But but just to get out there and, and watch these folks that are, you know, people live right down the street or whatever that can play the guitar, that can sing and all that. Um, it's always so fun. And that's one thing that I loved that we did was it was back to back local bands and they'd play like three or four songs and uh, and then move over for the next band. So it was like there was something constantly going on. There was, you know, you you could kind of listen to a different kind of music every time somebody, you know, mm-hmm. set up. And and uh, shout out to Bubba Wingfield for bringing his sound system and kind of managing all that oh, chaos. Oh, man, Bubba was, we needed him there. He did oh, great. Couldn't have done it without him. Daryl Arnold helped facilitate yeah. all that as well. Here's a, I just want to give a quick list of all the musicians so I can say thank you to everybody because I think when you do God's work, you need to be recognized for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And we'll move on to some uh, some good uh, juicy Jackson trash type stuff after this. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Ricky Lewis and Mike Patrizzi from Blackwater Boogie. I want to thank Don Grant from Full Moon Circus, Michael McCall, Shelby Anderson, Matthew Drone, and Philip Savell from Cosmic Gravy. They were great. Uh, I'd never heard them before, but I really enjoyed it. Jeff Reynolds and uh, Bridget Ferguson Berry. They were great. Uh, the Womble Brothers, I think I missed them. but um, They were good. They, they, yeah. they are. I, they, I know those guys. I was just like, man, I don't, think, I don't remember seeing them. I must have been outside. Uh, Trey Gardo, Patrick Ballard. Patrick's always great, man. He's got a very uh, 80s kind of style to yeah. him. I dig it. And my good friend, Storage 24, came and brought a whole dang uh, acoustic drum set or an electric drum set yeah. at an acoustic show, which makes sense if you saw it. I mean, they brought the heat they did man it was it's kind of they're kind of what a they call themselves hard rock or heavy metal or what are they yeah hard rock fusion rock because it's kind of fred kind of raps sort of but not really i think he's more of a singer but whatever he wants to call himself yeah they were great it's a really unique style and i really liked it definitely it definitely leads more to the heavy metal side and man it just played really well acoustically that's the first time they'd ever done an acoustic show oh nice i didn't Uh, know that i told him i said i think y'all opened up a a market for yourselves i can see storage 24 playing every mexican restaurant in jackson now (laughs) and i meant that as a compliment right (laughs) you know i was like because everybody does these acoustic acts now yeah it's like there's not a whole lot of big stages to play on around here anymore Mm -hmm. everybody does the acoustic thing and I think Storage 24 may have found a niche that nobody right. else around here is doing with the full band. Uh, Chad Wesley, of course. Of course, yeah. I mean, I got a little bit of that video on my personal Facebook page, him doing Hank Jr.'s Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, boy, did he take it and make it his own. I told him, I said, I don't know how many star-making performances one person can have, but I thought that was a star-making performance. He just sat out there and let it fly. Yeah. And uh, then the band that followed him was really good, too. And we're almost done here, guys, I promise. Uh, Soundcheck. The band, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of black guys, man, they were awesome. Wow. See, I missed them, I guess. And they, you know, just really, really good. And then uh, there was an open jam after that. But I just want to thank everybody. Uh, when you see these acoustic acts playing around Jackson at these restaurants and stuff, 
I know in downtown Brandon, they're there all the time at the back porch. They're there all the time. Brandon 042, the Mudbugs 042, uh, the Gallows. Um, they don't, Bergman's and Blues doesn't do a whole lot, but they but they do they have it here and there. Uh, and maybe they do have it every weekend. I don't know. I haven't been to Burgers and Blues as much lately. But that time of the year is creeping around. Right. The patio time. So uh, anyway, get out there, support all those guys. Trez, some big stuff happening today. Yeah. Uh, former president, Trump. Uh, is going to be arraigned. Yeah. Uh, I think it's kind of a nothing sandwich at the end of the day. It's it's the publicity uh, stunt somewhat for a uh, prosecutor that's probably, or a DA that's probably has bigger aspirations. Mm-hmm. And of course they're trying to, trying to, uh, uh, you know, all these talks of our, our threats to our democracy and stuff. I feel like this is a threat to our democracy when you try to hush because they will go end up putting a gag order on the guy. Mm-hmm. And then as he's getting ready to campaign, and if he, he's threatened with prison, if he opens his mouth, that seems very democratic. Yeah. And I think so. The the part for me is whether you like Trump or not. This right. Is, right. Uh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and so for me, I think the the warning is in this highly political world, you know, there are very few of us that aren't politicized by something, you know, so like Clay, obviously people associate you with the far right. I try to stay in the middle, but, you know, people have their assumptions about where I fall as well. Um, but but I think the thing that the, the takeaway here, aside from a lot of the politics, is do everything you do above board, because what Donald Trump did may be no different than any other businessman in the country, any other politician. But because he's under fire, they're going to find that little thing that you fudged on, you know, and maybe it's just exactly what everybody else is doing. But once they find that, they have that in to to start stuff like this. And so on the one hand, you know, it doesn't matter who you're for on this. It's a circus. But on the other hand, no matter who you're for on this, you got to keep everything you do above board because that way nobody can come at you with this, even if it's garbage. Sure. And and, and where the frustration sets in, and I don't want to turn this into a show today where we're taking a bunch of calls about what about Hillary Clinton, et cetera, et cetera. But when you have stuff like that, that clearly laws were broken and nothing was done. Yeah. And now you decide to do something because right. it's highly politicized. This is how civil wars start. And I oh, know yeah. that word gets thrown around a lot. But when there's one set, this is how the summer of love, BL, summer of BLM happened, that one set of people feel wronged. Mm-hmm. And they go to raise hell. Well, and, and you're going to keep backing the majority into the corner. And the right. majority is going to come out swinging. And I think so we've seen that, you know, of course, recently in in current events, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, where a small group of loud people can create havoc. But on the other side, you know, I was just talking to somebody last night about, you know, that same thing about if, if you're in a situation where somebody can take something small that you did and use it against you. But, you know, we've got cancel culture does. Right. Right. But then you've got a situation over here with Anthony Fox, the JPD officer, former JPD officer that was indicted and tried and convicted when all the evidence said he was innocent. Um, You know, you've got that situation where, again, they found something not even real, just a thing he was there for. And they turned it around. So the problem is today. We don't respect each other as people. We respect each other. Well, we don't. We see each other as political pawns in this society, and we it's it's constantly these mercenary acts. So that said, again, you know, it's uh, when I say stay above board so they can't find that thing on you. Unfortunately, sometimes they're going to find a thing that's not even there, and that's that's the 
culture that we live in, and I can't wait to see what happens when God comes back. <laughs> like, yeah, somebody sent me a preview. Uh, our, our our resident retired FBI agent Chris that listens to the shows sent me a preview to a movie, and a, <clears throat> I can't remember the name of it, but it's a movie about the rapture that's coming out. Yeah, and uh, it's about a government conspiracy and the rapture. And they're trying to tell people it wasn't the rapture, so the people that are left here don't freak out. That and uh, that's got to be coming. I mean, Look, the real-life version, well, the Bible now, part of that. Now that they're trying coming. to come up with global currency and all yeah. that, yeah. I mean, we're in the end days, y'all. Oh, it ain't no doubt. I mean, it's the, the Revelation speaks of all these things. And I know every generation says that. Yeah. But it's real to some. Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously the Bible says nobody will know the day or time. And, and, and I get that. Um, but we're seeing so many of these things. Another thing that people don't recognize, and I want you all to hear me clearly when I say this. One of the things Revelations talks about is how in the end times, everyone will be easily offended, that there will be a spirit of offense. And I don't know if anybody, you know, is into semantics or, you know, translations or whatever. But if you don't know, the the Greek word for offense is scandalon. And that also is the word for trap. And so it talks about when you're offended easily, all that kind of stuff. Honestly, that that is letting yourself fall into a trap. And in the end days, that's that's what Revelation talks about. In the end days, everyone will be easily offended. So even if we're not looking at global currency, even if we're not looking at current events, also, please look at the fact that literally you cannot speak a complete sentence these days without making somebody angry and tell me that's not biblical. That's not something happening. Oh, ain't no doubt about it. I mean, look, even if we're not at the end of the day, end of days biblically, we're at the end of this country. Yeah. I mean, there there's a rift that ain't coming back together. Mm-hmm. You know, at minimum, national divorce is imminent. Yep. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, and I want to talk about Jackson Trash. Okay. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Join live in the Matt Kaka Flowers Studios this morning by my good friend and yours, Therese Apel with DarkHorsePressNow.com, and we'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. I tell you what, if there's two people that like to break rules right here, <laughs> you've got them this morning. Right. Habitual rule breakers. Yes. Habi- yeah. Habitual rule breakers. We would have probably both been better off staying at our day jobs, but no, we had to go be self-employed. Right. Exactly. That is a rule break number one right, right. there. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, a perfectly good thing to go have a little independence. Well, I wouldn't say that anything that I was doing before this was perfectly good, which is why I left. But <laughs> I think the hard part is, you know, then you're out here and you're like, where's dinner going to come from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the paycheck that's coming is one I have to generate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, I tell you what, uh, there's, Saliva had a song and everybody's heard the saying, survival of the strongest. Yeah. You know. And Saliva has a song called Survival of the Sickest. Yeah. And the when you listen to the lyrics, it's like, I like that a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It's a little more edgy. And I think that's what it is sometimes out there. It's, it's Survival of the Sickest. Like, who is willing to do whatever it takes right. to survive? You know, and Grant Cardone's got a great book called Sell to Survive. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just kind of marry all that together in my head to m- make it work. Yep. Yeah, which I need to be getting out there and doing. Yeah, and I, and of course it's hard for me because I know a lot of people don't believe it, but I'm such an introvert, and uh, and so it's so hard for me to approach, you know, possible 
clients, you know, like, hey, do you want to buy some ads is like really hard. But I'm, I'm learning how to do it because all of a sudden when you realize like I have employees to pay, like I have to I have to live like just making payroll isn't good enough because that doesn't include me. Well, you know, you know do, so you got to actually do you want to have to face your employees and tell them you can't pay them or do you want to go in there and face a rejection or money right exactly so you learn those things along the way too like suddenly you're doing things you never thought you'd find yourself doing so twerking on the gram i have not done that yet um, i don't i don't have a feet pics page either so. <laughs> no, no only no only fans for feats yeah so far no <laughs> uh speaking of ads let me read one here. oh yeah good. uh gracie south jujitsu and kickboxing my good friends over there at both of their locations uh ridgeland i'm sorry madison on ridgecrest drive and pearl at fairmont plaza hey look you may be asking yourself <clears throat> well you know clay what if I don't really want to get into the kickboxing? Do they have other stuff? I mean, into the jujitsu. I'm sorry. They yeah. do, man. They have jujitsu. I can't talk today. They got <laughs> kickboxing aerobics, which is mm-hmm. great. Non monotonous. Oh, workout. it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, women's only self defense classes mm-hmm. with no with a female teacher, so a no male intimidation environment. They have kids self defense or kids jujitsu, which mm-hmm. uh, that's going to teach them confidence, everything, bully prevention, the whole nine yards. And uh, if you are wanting to get into the jiu-jitsu stuff, Hoist Gracie Black Belt, Chance Shepard leads that side of things. Yep. And, man, they'll get you going. Well, and as a martial artist, as a female martial artist, let me tell you this. One of the things that is very important about these things, and I'm not saying when you walk through the door they're going to punch you in the face, but at some point while you're sparring in a class during martial arts, you're going to get hit. And you know what? Especially women, y'all listen to me, we don't get hit in the face very often. And if we do, it's a terrible situation. As as a fighter, I, I fought tournaments. I figured out early, and this is when I was younger and I like to break rules even more. Um, I figured out that you walk into the ring and you punch somebody in the face and women are not used to getting punched in the face. So I would pop her in the nose, take the penalty or the warning And then the whole time she's intimidated knowing I will hit her in the face. Now, if you are in real life somewhere and the first thing that happens to you when you're just walking down the street and, you know, this stranger is looking at you or whatever, you get punched in the face, that incapacitates you because you've never had it happen. So some of these things, it's not just about learning the techniques, but it's actually having had the experience. And again, they're not going to be violent with you. But, you know, if you choose to spar, if you choose to do some of this stuff, I can tell you that it's uncomfortable at the time. But it's so important for real life. Well, you know what's also great about getting punched in the face is learning that it, it, it might not kill you. I mean, some yeah. people are so scared of getting hit that they cower down in situations because they're scared of getting hit. Right. Once you've been hit in the face a few times, had your nose broke three times in one weekend. <clears throat> not that we know anybody. Uh, who um, <laughs> you know, once you've gone through things like that and you realize that it, it ain't going to kill you, you're a lot less scared of getting hit in the face. Right. And, you know, then... Then you got big energy, you know, and people yeah. people are like, oh, well, you know, he ain't scared to take a butt whooping. Right. Well, and the other thing is, too, it's like or we, she ain't scared to take a butt whooping. Yeah, we're so worried about our faces. Like, don't hurt my face. That's mm-hmm. that's what I am, that we're willing to compromise our own safety sometimes. And so that's why getting your kid involved with martial arts, getting involved with martial arts yourself or, or with self-defense, it is not just an opportunity to learn the techniques. It's also a way to actually get the mindset that protects you. And that is actually the most important part. Well, one of the biggest things they teach in all these martial arts uh, disciplines is discipline. Right. You know, it's, it's discipline to, to fight when you need to or when you have to. 
mm-hmm. and, and and not when you walk don't. away when you don't exactly. Yeah. And I and I think that's great. I mean, just imagine as a child having the confidence of knowing or at least feeling like you can defend yourself in a situation. Exactly. As a young child, I'd have loved to have felt like that when I was riding on a school bus full of Jackson heathens when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, like, oh, man, I wish I could uh, crane kick one of these folks. Yeah. But uh, neither here nor there. Get over there to Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. First week free. And after that, if you choose to sign up, it's going to be 20% off if you mention that you heard it here on the Clay Edwards Show. So that's how they track to see if people are uh, – reacting to this advertising so mm-hmm. i do implore you to please let them know you heard it here yeah. uh, you can check them out online gracysouth.com and uh, get started today they got something for everybody mm-hmm. you know i think outside of free weights you can do about everything there yeah. so all right therese yes let's hit up the guns and gear text line real quick and hey guns and gear text line if uh you guys want to chime in this morning you're already doing it six uh seven six nine two four one nineteen forty And let me me interject right quick. Thank you to Hunter from Guns and Gear. Um, He came out to our benefit and, you know, it's always good to see the people that we work with show up for the stuff we do. And it was it was great to see Hunter there. Yeah, Absolutely. Jason Anderson, Lakeland Glass, the the whole team was there to appreciate all those guys. I mean, it it definitely, definitely makes a difference. Um, We hadn't touched this yet, but somebody just chimed in and asked, did Todd Martis bond out? I don't think they've got a bond for him i actually got that story pulled up here look i'll be honest with y'all i try to avoid domestic stuff i just it's ugly it's just not something that i get involved in a lot but it it seems to be a big story this is over on jackson jambalaya wlbt and everywhere else i guess um says uh jason todd martis is back in jail might be there for a long time uh that was the there's no update to that so i'm guessing he is still in jail but man you know, if what I'm hearing was true is that, you know, he had a no contact order and then he was him and his wife that he wasn't supposed to contact were out to dinner somewhere and a Madison County deputy saw him and uh, and uh, wrote it up or whatever because he knew who they were. Man, that's just terrible, terrible judgment right there. Bad decision making. You know, if you're going to if you're going to hang out with somebody that's got a no contact order, or you have a no contact order on. You may want to do that in private. Yeah. And girls. Don't be stupid. I mean, because the thing is, if if this is some kind of setup and that's why you did it was to get him arrested, that's wrong. That's just that's just wrong. And on the other hand, we've got us. You got to put a line somewhere. It doesn't matter how much you love him. If he's done that to you, you can't be doing that because, yeah, he's going to end up back in jail, which apparently probably wouldn't be what you want if you actually were going to dinner with him on a good part. I'm not trying to judge anybody. I have been in a long term abusive relationship myself. But sometimes you need that lens of getting out to understand how dangerous what you're doing is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see here. So uh, hopefully that answered y'all's question there. But uh, follow the local news outlets. Have you covered this? What is it? Have you covered this Todd Martis thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a story about it. We didn't. We don't have this most recent one, but yeah, okay. we did. Well, uh, DarkHorsePressNow.com. Or, uh, but again, Kingfisher's got it up on his site. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. They're going to face no fines for not picking up the trash in the city. No, they're not going to face any fines for not picking up the trash in the city. And I think we're about a day or two. Away. Well, Wednesday will be full cycle on all the missed garbage. Yeah. So it started Saturday. And Wednesday will be full cycle. And the people that didn't get it out Saturday will be on their second day, Wednesday. Right. Because it, it picks up twice a week, Wednesday. and My parents out there in South Jackson was Wednesday and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, so that'll be a full cycle of everybody. So everybody in the city at that point will have not had their garbage picked up. And uh, I've actually got a story right here queued up. We're going to take a break real quick and come back. But I got a story queued up about some of you Jacksonians dumping your trash in other people's yards. Hey, as long as it ain't yours, I guess. (laughs) We'll take a break real quick. We're going to come back and we're going to dive into it. Hey, coming up in hour two, man, y'all are going to want to stick around for this. We got the Frisbees going to be in here, and they're with South Delta Animal Hospital. We're not going to talk as much about the animal hospital and all that today. We're going to hear about what the immediate aftermath was like and has been like up there in Rolling Stone, Mississippi, as well as the efforts to rebuild. Will it get rebuilt? So the real nuts and bolts of everything. Sure. We heard an amazing story from the wife, from Miss Frisbee, at our fundraiser the other day. And I was like 10 minutes in, just like, you could just save it. Come on the radio show. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is too good. Yeah, and the other thing we're going to talk about, a Clinton police officer lost his home in a fire yesterday. Um, you know, wife and kids, yes. whole thing. Uh, trying to figure out how to put it back together. We're going to give you some information how you can help. Yep, so all right, coming up next, the Jackson garbage stuff, and then we'll hit the Clinton police officer. Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back live in the Mack Hiker Flowwood Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Therese Apel of DarkHorsePressNow.com on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show, live here in the Mack Hiker Flowood Studios. This segment can be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. That's right. Get out there, see me and the guys right there on Highway 471 in Brandon. If you're looking for a pre-owned truck in particular, that is what that is where we butter our bread is F-150s, 100,000 miles and up, under thirty grand, you know, specifically uh, 23000 24000 somewhere in that price range. An affordable truck. We can we can assist you with getting your financing going uh, with our great relationships with some of our local credit unions and banks. So shop us today, ellisautoplex.com. And don't forget, we buy vehicles too. So you're looking to sell yours, get out there. Don't deal with all the marketplace maniacs and Craigslist crazies, people offering you half of what you're asking for and all that nonsense. You know, asking you, will you finance it? Can I put down and make payments? No, just bring it on to Ellis Autoplex. Let Clay cut you a check. Mm-hmm. And that you can go cash today. It's not some bogus check that you're gonna have to worry about. None of that stuff. You don't want to be. Uh, you don't want to have a story about you shared on Dark Horse Press about you taking a bad check or a bogus check. Yeah, for a marketplace. Man. That I, happened to that guy. It was awful. Because I'm gonna laugh at you. There's, <laughs> there's, there's way too many examples of why not to do that now. Right. That that if you're still doing that, you're taking a check on a weekend from some hoodlum that shows up. And it's just magically made out for the exact amount that your side-by-side or vehicle was mm-hmm. from a bank that's not even in this state. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Right. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Just come over there. Let me cut you a check. You can go cash it today from a local bank and uh, be busting bugs. We're good mm-hmm. to go. Ellis Autoplex, Highway 471 in Brandon. And thanks to your boss as well for showing up yes. Sunday. Yes. You know, it's funny. I, I guess I wasn't even thinking about that because Casey's just a friend. Yeah. Well, they all are. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Casey was there, too. His family, uh, Jason, that works with us, was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they stayed and enjoyed it. I was talking to Casey yesterday about how good the crawfish was. He's like, man, I got three pounds to go. And we sat on the back porch, and they were gone in 10 minutes. <laughs> I bet they were. I was like, yeah, three pounds don't last long. Heck, I ate uh-uh. that my first five minutes there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I did good the rest of the day. I didn't eat nothing else. But, <clears throat> man, it was good. The sausage fills me up. Yeah, so the potatoes are good, too. It's all good, man. Yeah. We had some crawfish on a Tuesday. Um, all right, let's play this. This is uh, from WLBT. Hashtag, I stand with Barbie. Um, about trash piling up in the city. Here we go. 
are getting rid of their garbage by putting it in someone else's yard. Although doing this is considered illegal dumping, they are doing it to express their frustrations with city leaders not agreeing on a garbage contract. Our Quentin Smith visits one neighborhood where this happened, and Quentin, is the trash still piling up there? Well, Maggie, there's an empty home that sits vacant on Meadow Forest Drive. Residents threw more than two dozen trash bags in the front yard of that home. Neighbors saw this and immediately knew it wasn't right. So they jumped into action to clean up the home, all in an effort to prevent this from creating an eyesore in their community. No one lives inside this home on Meadow Forest Drive. But if you look in the front yard, you'll see dozens of trash bags scattered everywhere. For hours, this was the site until this happened. These four men springing into action, cleaning up the trashy mess. Honestly, all we did was we just grabbed the bags and they were scattered everywhere, you know what I'm saying? We actually cleaned it up, you know what I'm saying, grabbed some of the trash, put it in another bag. See, these four are a part of a nonprofit organization called Operation Good. They felt compelled to remove the trash after driving by the home, seeing it continuing to pile up. It's very important. I mean, this is our neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it need to be clean, so, you know, nobody's going to do it, we're going to do it. Jalen O'Quinn says, for them, cleaning up the community is nothing new. Through Operation Good, they go all over the city looking to find ways to restore neighborhoods. And this is just the latest example of them doing that. Community cleanups, you know what I'm saying? Um, earlier we cut the grass, you know what I'm saying? We see it looking kind of bad or whatever. We don't mind. We pull out the lawnmower, just cut the grass down a little bit. Just make the community a little better. You know, it's our community. We don't do what nobody else going to do. The trash pileup comes just days after the city's emergency contract with Richard's disposal expired and the council failed to approve a new contract. With the city not having a garbage company to collect trash for the foreseeable future, these four men believe this is some people's way of retaliating against the council's decision. So, in the meantime, if trash continues to pile up like this, O'Quinn says they'll... Hold on. Did you hear what he just said? That some people feel like this is the people's way of retaliating against the council's decision? Well, that yeah. that is that is propaganda yeah. from the mayor's office. Oh, yeah. If I've ever heard it. Look, not, not not against the mayor for screwing this whole thing up. Oh, yeah. But the city council. I've never met a single citizen who said, I'm mad at the city council. I'm going to go get my revenge. <laughs> right. Like and, and if that is what you're doing, which I highly doubt. But if it were most what citizens you were doing, that engaged aren't throwing trash in other people's yards. Right. They are going to the city council and speaking at a meet. Get on the agenda and speak at a meeting. Exactly. You know, like, and if you don't know that's the process, it's a very simple process. Go to city hall, tell them you want to speak at a meeting. They'll put you on the agenda and go talk. I mean, filibuster if you have to, whatever it takes. But I hope you realize that putting trash in other people's yards, that's like punching you guys neighbors in the face and punching yourself in the face at the same time and i get that this is an abandoned house but nonetheless right you know kudos to these young young men here i'm not one of them maybe a girl i can't quite tell but it's got buns on each side of her its hair mm-hmm. i don't want to assume but it doesn't matter great work to operation good here for running right. around keeping their neighborhoods clean people tell me all the time if you don't like jackson why don't you go clean it up what's not my neighborhood yeah <laughs> You know, and I, I, I'm keeping I'm keeping downtown Brandon clean and safe, and right? Where it doesn't have to be saved by some jerk like me later. Yeah, you know, y'all should be doing the same in your own communities. Look, 
um, Representative DeKeither Stamps is wow. out there with his vehicle, and he's picking up garbage for the elderly. He's doing great. Yeah, I mean, it's you look at there are people out there trying to make this better in the small ways that they can, and I think it's worth mentioning when you see a politician out there hands on. You know, we've seen plenty of politicians in the last few weeks go to Rolling Fork, go to all these places, smile, wave to the camera, get back in their air-conditioned car and take off. Um, but when you see somebody like this getting out there, putting their hands on the situation, um, I, I saw that post from him, you know. I, I and, saw it last night, too. Yeah, was, just stand up. That A lot of respect for that. And let me say something about that. A lot of times we talk about people, sometimes they just do stuff for the Facebook likes and this, that, and the other. And to me, there's a big difference in... The way DeKeither did that, yeah, he's I, in my mind. He's trying to motivate others, yeah, to hey, look what I'm doing. You should be doing it too. Wink, wink. You know, mm-hmm. where then you will get the mayor during the water crisis, get a camera crew following him around, taking cases of water to to, right. to, to, to retirement homes. Come on, man. Yeah, like Come, he doesn't even lift that much weight. No, <laughs> str- struggling to do that. Right. And you know, so there, there, there's a big difference, and DeKeither's leading by example, and. I, you know, I don't know what his long-term goals are, but I sure as hell hope that it's Mayor Jackson one day. Yeah, you know, a guy like that, I mean, he's served his country. He's served his people. There have been times that, you know, it's like with every politician, if you're doing it right, you're going to disagree once or twice with everyone. And, and obviously there are going to be people who are going to say, well, he's not in my political party. But the fact is this guy is actually serving the city that he loves and that he served before as a councilman and, you know, that kind of thing. Yep, no doubt. Let's take a call here. Well, that didn't hang up. Sean, try calling back. But yeah, uh, DeKeither's good people. I've interviewed him a couple times, and of course, he's an old South Jackson boy too. Went to Forest Hill. Yeah, you know, so just good people. And you know, in certain political situations, you you know, like if you're a conservative in Jackson, you got to know it's a slim chance that you're going to get a conservative, quote unquote, Republican as mayor or whatever and kim wade's got a chance but it's a rare opportunity yeah you know but sometimes you got to find somebody of the other side that's going to work for you right just like, just like imagine being a democrat out in rankin county you, you, you got to find somebody okay take that stuff aside is this somebody's going to make where i live better right you right know, and this, big shocker that's actually how it's supposed to work <laughs> no 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 we got to get people who are on the same side as the culture wars me <laughs> hey you're on the air why does this keep all right, you tell you what, phone call problems. Let's take a break. Come back, Sean. Call back. We'll get you on the air during the. We'll get you on during the break, so we have you on when we come back from this last break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join in the studio with Therese Apple, DarkHorsePressNow dot com. We'll be right back on one three nine WYAB of Flowood Studios, and we have been trying to get this phone call on. So let's try this one more time. Hello. Hey, you're on there. Hey. All right. You, you worked that time. It was, prob- it was probably me this morning. What's up, brother? Oh, not much. Uh, well, y'all are thanking everybody for coming out. I just want to call y'all and say thank y'all for doing what y'all do, especially supporting us like y'all do. Well, we you know we're happy to do that, Sean. We we yep. appreciate everything you guys do. And, you know, seeing you guys there also was great, you know, just knowing that, you know, we uh, – it was all about the Delta, but it's also about just providing a good time. And, and seeing our friends' faces was very exciting, you know, just to know yeah. people are, are getting involved in the stuff we're doing. Yeah, I mean, that, that's some how good we support. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, well, that's what it takes, man. It takes everybody coming together when we do these kind of things and, uh, and supporting it and showing up and, 
you know, you put a lot of people in the building, it makes for good photos, and people say, hey, man, they when, when they do stuff, people show up. Right. You know, and then it makes it easier to get people out to the next one and the next one. Well, and speaking of that, Sean, do you want to tell us right quick about LawFit coming? Uh, sure. Uh, June 29th through uh, July 1st is a, it's a National LawFit Challenge that's been started up, up north. Uh, it's been around for, for many years. It's the 21st uh, annual event of it. Uh, it's a local competition competition for all law enforcement to get in a three event uh, uh we would love for the uh community to come out and see it as well it's going to be held in flowwood mississippi uh, uh most of your events are going to be held there uh we're going to get out there and try to get bragging rights from each uh agency uh we have a team ourselves that's been training uh may not be able to hang with those mississippi Highway patrolmen but we're going to try our best <laughs> this year so uh, uh we're uh, having a bit of a train like I need to. I stepped down as a judge this year and gonna gonna compete. Uh, I've judged it for many years and coordinated it for two years when we were uh, in in uh, Pearl for two years. So uh, great, especially like I said, the community come out and watch. It's a good time. I, I think we may have some food trucks and stuff like that out there. So we'll try to make that happen as well. Good deal. Well, and for anybody that doesn't know what LawFit is, it's a big competition between law enforcement teams from around the country. Um, they come out and they do, you know, fitness things and um, obstacle courses, et cetera. Um, great time. And, and you can sponsor it with your business as well. If you want to get in touch with uh, Sean, he's SD McDaniel on Facebook. Um, and, and you can sponsor that as well. Just show that you back the blue. Hey, thank y'all for that. Also, like I said, I was just calling and thank y'all for all y'all do for us. Uh, you know, if y'all need us, give us a call. Thank you so much, Sean. We appreciate you. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks. Yeah, have a good day, man. You too. Bye. Yep, always appreciate Sean and the guys down there yeah. uh, doing what they do. Let's uh, before we go into the break here, let's do a read off a few text messages because people have been blowing up the guns and go text line about the trash. Uh, yeah, uh, Thomas chimes in and says, "Dekeither sucks. I'd rather have Kim Wade over Dekeither." Oh. Uh, Thomas can't help himself. I was going to say, Thomas has to say no to everything. <laughs> uh, Roger, who my buddy that works for Country Please, and says, oh, you like my sausage. That's their, that's Country Please and Green Onion Sausage oh, out there okay. at, uh, at Back Porch. So shout out to our friends down there at Country Please. And hey, man, I did see, uh, you, you go check their Facebook page, but they had somebody break in and try to steal some stuff or steal some stuff. There's a $5,000 reward mm. up there. Uh, go to the Country Please and Facebook page, and if you know that guy that broke into that stuff, you could be $5,000 richer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're welcome to split that with me for making you aware of it if you didn't right. already know. <laughs> uh, let's see here. A lot of stuff on the Trump stuff. I'm going to save that. And uh, we'll just kind of get back to it. Uh, John says, pile your, jack, pile your trash in the city council in the mayor's yard. I mean, honestly, that's my thought. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if I can I'm not say encouraging that. that. I'm not going to encourage but, that. But. but I mean, if you do tag me in the photos. Right. I'll make sure that we uh, we make a good mockery of it. Please tag so, me as well. Yeah. I just want it for my personal collection. Absolutely. No, that's going to be good. You know somebody's going to do it. Yeah. I mean, somebody's going to do it. I'm sure it's already been done. Probably so. All right, look, when we come back, we got a whole nother, I got a hold of the two hours ago. We got a whole nother hour with Therese. We got the folks from South Delta Animal Rescue here. We're going to be talking about the Rolling Fork, I mean, Rolling Stone Tornado <laughs> live on the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9. WYAB.